It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast from. Ladies and gentlemen, the Falcon season is officially over. We finished the season 7-10, and 10, which honestly is a better record than I thought it was going to be under head coach Arthur Smith for it being his first year. And uh, there's a lot to improve on. We're going to get more into that in today's show. And also, we are talking about some Call of Duty League information Yes, it's been a while, but we finally got some information. We got the kickoff classic bracket. We also got some mysterious news coming out of Boston. So let's go ahead and dive into today's topics then. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get the Call of Duty League stuff out of the way first because that's what you guys are so anxious to hear about. So the kickoff classic, of course, is going to happen January 21st through the 23rd. Now, again, these are single eliminations, so if your team gets eliminated, they're out for the day. You prep for the regular season. So I like this preseason bracket right here. It actually makes me feel a little bit better about how the season's going to go because this this bracket looks like a CWL kind of tournament-style bracket. So Friday, um, or let's go ahead and jump to Saturday before we get into all that because your Atlanta phase, Minnesota Rocker, Optic Texas now, and Toronto Ultra are going to have buys going into the kickoff classic, and they will face either the winner of the Seattle Surge or London matchup. Rocker will face either New York or Boston. Optic will face either the LA Thieves or Paris, and Toronto Ultra will face either Florida or the Los Angeles Gorillas. Now let's jump to Friday. So, Friday, you got your kind of eh, matches, if you want to say, but I'm looking definitely looking forward to one of these matches. So to kick everything off Friday, January 21st at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you got the Seattle Surge taking on the London Royal Ravens. Me personally, I like this matchup to start off things. 
you kind of get a glimpse of the bottom tier teams of how they have made their offseason moves either great or worse. So I'm taking Seattle Surge right here in this matchup against the Ravens. Next up at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the New York Subliners take it on Boston, in quotation marks. Don't know just the name quite yet. So the Subliners take it on Boston. Right now, uh, I know two players off the top of my head, which is you know Methods and TJ, which will be a part of this Boston squad right here. But the New York Subliners, I'm taking them 100% because you're bringing in that chemistry with Clayster and Crim6 back from the Dallas Empire into the Subliners rotation. So I'm definitely taking the Subliners 100% over this new Boston team. Next up at 8.30 p.m., you got the LA Thieves taking on the Paris Legion. Um, Paris Legion is not responding to no tweets as of right now <laughs> because the LA Thieves has took shots at the Paris Legion saying, oh, wow, we get a buy already on in the first uh, opening series on that Friday. And everybody's like, oh, Paris Legion respond. But Paris Legion has not responded. And that's what I've been saying throughout the entire offseason is the Paris Legion needs to have a better social media management team and just overall a better better team in general. And again, I think the Paris Legion is just not going to be that team for quite some time. You know, the CDL really needs to say, hey, look, you know, if you're not improving right here, we're just going to have to terminate your contract and we're going to have to find a different European team. Finally, for 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is that right? Wow, okay, so this, okay, I get it now. That's my mix-up, ladies and gentlemen. The bracket goes up and down with the times right here. So, actually kicking off things will be the Florida Mutineers taking on the LA Gorillas. I like the, I like the Florida Mutineers in this situation right here, going up against the Gorillas. Then your second matchup is Surge Ravens. Then after that, you got Subliners Boston. And then after that, then you got Thieves and Legion. And of course, Sunday, uh, we've already discussed Saturday brackets. But Sunday, of course, you'll have semifinals uh, throughout the day. And then, of course, again, Sunday for the grand finale of a $30,000 first place prize at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Me personally, looking at the bracket right here, FaZe is just going to have to keep the momentum going. Looking at what teams of like the LA Thieves, the Toronto Ultra, the Florida Mutineers, New York Subliners, Minnesota Rocker, Optic Texas, look at those teams and say, okay, wow, they have built now a team that should compete with the Atlanta FaZe, the Tiny Terrors, Salium, Arsides. So, me personally, I'm going to say Atlanta Phase, Optic Texas, kickoff classic preseason matchup for the $30,000 prize to win the preseason. And then after that, we are on to the regular season. So, guys, what do you think? Leave it down in the Twitter polls of who do you think will win the kickoff classic $30,000 first place prize. So now going into a little bit of the news uh, regarding the Boston team. Now today, the time you're hearing this, I don't know the name right now of this team. 
But the official Boston or Oxygen Esports, I should say, has an announcement to make today. Don't know the time, don't know, you know when's it going to be, but it's going to be today sometime. So if anything does happen, I will be sure to definitely tweet it out, make a TikTok, Twitter video, whatever, discussing my thoughts of what this Boston theme is going to be like, if that's going to be the official announcement. And also some um, championship news for the CDL. The CDL is considering bringing back the 12-team tournament like they did in the inaugural season of the Call of Duty League. Instead of only having the top eight, you're going to have all 12 teams participate right now in the Call of Duty League World Championship bracket. So me personally, that is a huge W right now for the Call of Duty League. And if they can somehow manage a good viewership, have something to improve on in this kickoff classic, I think this is going to be a great year for the CDL. But it's just going to be where the game just, I don't know. Me personally, World War II or Vanguard, not World War II, but Call of Duty Vanguard has been, it's been an up and down game, but it's gotten worse over the time being. But these pro players, they're definitely going to be playing against themselves. So that definitely does help against going up against like, you know, some hackers or pub stompers, whatever. It's going to be straight, just their action, no skill-based matchmaking involved. So this definitely does help things out. But hopefully for next year's CDL season with the Infinity War team up next, hopefully with it being MW2, it will be a better season. But I'm hoping and praying that this season goes well for the league itself. So, guys, that is all the CDL news as of right now. But again, whenever Boston does announce their team, I will let you know via TikTok or Twitter messages whatever the case may be. So now let's talk a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons. So the Atlanta Falcons did finish their season 7-10, losing to the New Orleans Saints 30-20. to So definitely it wasn't a big blowout like everybody was thinking it was going to be, that the Saints were going to hand the Falcons. Now at first it did look like it because they were up like, what, 23-6 in the late third quarter. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm fixing the bed because this is not really going to be happening here. But, you know, Matt Ryan, Russell Gage, Cordell Patterson, they all made a late surge, you know, scored a few points, but it still was just no cigar. Again, 30 to 20, New Orleans Saints win, and they were in the playoffs for like 10 minutes. And then the San Francisco 49ers won their game against the LA Rams, and the Saints were eliminated since the first time, actually since 2016 so that's a huge w for the falcons right there despite the laws against the saints so the falcons do pick eighth overall in this year's 2022 nfl draft me personally that's a great number where you can pick an edge rusher edge rusher definitely needs to be the main priority in this falcons offseason is building this defense up to where Dean Pease can really get after the quarterback, but also get more interceptions. The Falcons has definitely been phenomenal with interceptions this year. A.J. Terrell, um, going off example, he, I think he had like a three-game stretch 
back-to-back where he had interceptions. So, A.J. Terrell, definitely a lockdown corner. I'm not worried about him. The secondary, uh, where it comes to, like, you know, interior linebacker, middle linebacker, uh, where, like, Deion Jones is concerned, I, I just cannot see Deion Jones in a Falcons uniform this season. I really don't. I think Terry Fontenot is going to make some moves to get rid of Deion Jones. And everybody says it in Twitter. Like, what in the world is going on with Deion Jones? He is not playing like the Deion Jones that we know. And I don't know if it's just this defensive scheme or what it is, but Deion Jones is just not playing like he used to. And and honestly, you know, the Falcons are saying, okay, you know, bye, you know, we're, we're really not going to miss you. I mean, thank you for that one interception on that Thursday night game against the Saints, but past that, that's it. <laughs> you know, you're not really doing much for us right now in that in the linebacker position. Uh, and then, of course, whenever it comes to the defensive line, your edge rushers, defensive linemen, all that, you know, you've got to get someone who is liked or what is the word I'm looking for? It's light on their feet and that can get there to the quarterback very quickly, but also at the same time can hold up against a 300 pound offensive lineman. And that's sake, you know, because that offensive lineman, he's going to push you back. He's going to push you back, especially if he is a humongous someone at 300 pounds. You know, you're going to have to really be light on your feet, but also at the same time stout enough to support yourself from not being pushed back from that 300-pound lineman. So, again, yes, defense is your number one priority this offseason. Let's forget about the Matt Ryan reports of, you know, him being traded to Pittsburgh, 49ers, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, whatever. That's not going to happen. Arthur Smith has done made it clear to the coaching staff that Matt Ryan is his quarterback for the 2022 season. So definitely I am very relieved on that. But whenever it comes to the offensive side of the ball, Calvin Ridley, let's go ahead and talk about him. Let's go ahead and address that elephant in the room. I think Calvin Ridley is not going to be a Falcon this year. I think you'll hear something at least maybe early March, maybe, maybe even early April that, you know, Calvin Ridley is no longer going to be a Falcon. And that's that's what's going to suck for the this Atlanta Falcons organization because, and, and don't get me wrong, do, do not get me wrong, taking a mental health break is great. It really is. You know, I have to take a mental health break from, you know, work, you know, social media, whatever. But there does come a point in time you're like, okay, you know, I've took, you know, a break, um, I'm well rested, you know, let's get back at it. But he took the whole off season or the whole season off pretty much minus like what, four or five games. It was right after that New York giants game. I do believe that he did announce that, you know, he was taking that mental health break. And then ever since then, after maybe two weeks from that announcement, you know, it's been like, okay, what's the update on Cal Ridley? And then Arthur Smith, like, you know, copy and paste from last week, man. No, no information. We have no phone calls, anything. So, me personally, I think, you know, Calvin Ridley is doing the Falcons wrong. I think he's doing a Julio Jones to this Falcons organization. He's caring more about this money 
than really playing. And I hate to say that, but, you know, Calvin Ridley did hang around Julio Jones more than anybody else. And, again, you know, Calvin Ridley, I just don't think is going to be a Falcon this year. He could be traded to somewhere else, um, you know, Chicago, uh, L.A. Rams, you know, anybody that's going to need a top-tier wide receiver, they're 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 going to willing to give you a first round and then a little bit more for Calvin Ridley. And, and that's fine with me because, you know, we get a first round pick and a little bit more for Calvin Ridley. I'll take that any day because there are still some star-studded wide receivers in college that the Falcons could use in this offense, especially under Arthur Smith, to really you know, electrify the offense, get it to be where it was two years ago where it was star-studded, like you had Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst. Um, gosh, I mean, that was a very talented offense. And now we don't have no one outside of Russell Gage and Alumni Zacchaeus. And, of course, you got Cordell Patterson, which I think definitely should be returning to Atlanta this offseason. Negotiate that contract. I'd say, you know, maybe a two-year, $18 million contract is definitely what Cordell Patterson deserves, or even just a tad little bit more, because this man has played lights out. He has been the stat maker for the Atlanta Falcons this entire season. So, guys, um, what do you think? Do you think the Falcons need to address first the defense and then worry about some offensive players? Or do you think it should be vice versa? Do you think offense needs to come first in the draft and then kind of worry your kind of worry about what's going to happen in free agency for defensive players? Or overall, do you think try to fix it first in free agency and then just add you some pieces in the draft? And speaking of just picking for defensive players or just you know, picks in general for this year's NFL draft. The Falcons, they're in a very tough division. They really are. The NFC South with the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Carolina Panthers. Now, I'm going to pause for one second to let you guys think about this question here. What is the one thing that both Tampa Bay, Carolina, and New Orleans all do very well? All right, if you said get after the quarterback, you are very correct. That is one thing that the Falcons do not do very well. So that's why I cannot sit here and stress enough. Get you an edge rusher that can get to the quarterback under this defensive scheme with Dean Pease and can be electrifying like a Chase Young, like a TJ Watt. Just just like any of them players, I'm not talking about a Vic Beasley who had that one star set at season with 16 and a half sacks and led the NFL. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone who has got a very honorable name, like a TJ Watt, or hell, even like an Aradona, even though I know he's an interior defensive lineman, but still, he gets to the quarterback just like Grady Jarrett should be. So... Going in, into this draft right here, you you really want to worry about your division first. 
draft and free agency your way into making sure that your division is locked down first, and then you worry about your other games, like this season would be the AFC North, everything else like that. Um, and actually, speaking of that, we, we got some more news right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are actually going to pull up the stats um, for the Atlanta Falcons. And actually, the Atlanta Falcons rush, or I should say schedule, has been revealed already for the 2022 season. Not in order, but it's already been revealed. So for home, you got the Air, I was going to say the Cardinals. Well, like, what's I fixing? Well, anyway, it don't matter. You got the Arizona Cardinals, the San Francisco 49ers, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Panthers, Saints, Bucks, Chicago Bears, and the LA Chargers all at home. You get nine home games. For away, we have to go to the cold and treacherous Baltimore Ravens. Then you got to go to Cincinnati. The LA Rams, so we got we get to go back to SoFi Stadium, but this time it's to face the Rams. Then we go up to Seattle to face the Seahawks, Panthers, Saints, Bucks, and then we travel to Washington to face the soon-to-be new announced team name and logo, but for right now it's the Washington football team. So that is our 2022 opponents. Again, this is not in order or whatsoever that will come probably like late July, something like that. But me personally, I like this matchup right here. It looks like it can be a very easy schedule, you know, outside of maybe like a Arizona Cardinals loss, maybe um, chargers loss, maybe at home, you know, Baltimore Ravens they are, they're an up and down team. But again, it depends on how this coaching staff is really going to improve here in this offseason, but I'm not going to get into any of that, but that for right now, that is our opponents. When that schedule does get revealed in order and with all the free agency moves, the NFL draft picks that we've made, then I will make my official 2022 Atlanta Falcons schedule predictions then. But for right now, guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode. But I sure hope you did enjoy. And if you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Again, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast from. Until then, I, Morgan, will catch you all later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.